Hello, this is Anna from Newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Wednesday, the 19th of January. India recorded 2,82,970 new COVID-19 cases and 441 related deaths in the last 24 hours. The daily positivity rate also increased to 15.13%. The Omicron tally reached 8,961, an increase of 0.79% since yesterday. Data shared by the Union Ministry of Health today showed that over 158.88 crore vaccines have been administered in the country so far. Health Minister Mansukh Mandavia said today that 50% of India's teenagers have been vaccinated with the first dose against COVID-19. Lauding the pace of vaccination, Prime Minister Narendra Modi said, and I quote, young and youthful India showing the way, unquote. Meanwhile, a notice issued by the Director General of Civil Aviation said today that scheduled international commercial passenger flights will remain suspended till 28th of February. The restriction does not apply to international cargo flights, those approved by the DGCA and flights from countries with which India has entered into an air bubble arrangement. Earlier, the DGCA had extended the ban till 31st of January 2022, revoking its decision to resume scheduled international flights from 15th of December onwards. Amid the ongoing COVID wave, the government has decided to significantly curtail the number of people who will physically attend the Republic Day celebrations this year. And like last time, this year too, there will be no foreign dignitary as the chief guest. Until last week, the Defence Ministry was preparing to accommodate around 24,000 people. That number is likely to be trimmed down to 5,000 to 8,000 guests this year, senior officials said today. As part of the curbs, children under the age of 15 years will not be allowed to attend the parade. Adar Punawala, Chief Executive Officer of Serum Institute of India, said yesterday that in order to reach the end of the pandemic, billions of people need to be vaccinated at a faster pace. He also called for establishment of a clear standard for vaccine trials and harmonized framework for vaccine approval and distribution. Poonawala was a panelist at a session on meeting the challenge of vaccine equity organized by the World Economic Forum yesterday. Globally, coronavirus has infected over 335 million people, claiming the lives of over 5.57 million. Moving on to the 2022 Assembly elections update. Arvind Kejriwal, the chief of the Aam Aadmi Party, named lawyer and social worker Amit Palikar as the party's chief ministerial candidate for Goa, ahead of the assembly elections in February today. Party sources told ANI that Akhilesh Yadav, the leader of the Samajwadi Party in Uttar Pradesh, would run in the next elections from Ajamgarh. Late last year, Yadav, who is also an MP from Azamgarh and is seen as the party's major ministerial face, had announced that he would not run in the next UP Assembly elections. Meanwhile, former Chief Minister Mulayam Singh Yadav's daughter-in-law, Aparna Yadav, joined the BJP in New Delhi this morning, ahead of the Uttar Pradesh Assembly elections. Joining the BJP today, she said that she has always been vocal about her support for Prime Minister Narendra Modi's policies and the BJP's ideologies. According to the Indian Express, Aparna's decision to join the BJP comes just days after a spate of ministers and MLAs from the ruling party in the state joined the Samajwadi Party. Aparna is married to Samajwadi Party chief Akhilesh Yadav's half-brother Pratik Yadav. In Punjab, Bhagwant Maan, the Aam Aadmi Party's new CM face told the Indian Express 
that his party is the only one that can deliver on the aam aadmi principles while usurpers like chief minister charanjit singh channi can just make claims taking a jibe at cm channi when ed officers raided his nephew's home in connection with a sand mining case he said and i quote channi has a habit of putting up hoardings of his announcements even before pronouncing them have you ever seen ed raids taking place in houses of aam aadmi unquote listeners in a few months five states goa manipur punjab uttarakhand and uttar pradesh will vote to elect new assemblies our reporters akansha ashwini ayush basant nidhi prateek and shivangi will be scattered throughout these states attempting to provide reliable ground reports they will be aided and abetted by atul manisha and meghnath and a team of producers to explore the underbelly of the electoral process because thorough and extensive election coverage requires time resources and money it is included in our nl sena project and for our funding we will need your support so we urge you to subscribe to us and contribute to our nl sena series you can do so by heading to newslaundry.com/sena three navy personnel were killed and 11 injured in an explosion on board the aging destroyer ins ranveer at the naval dockyard in mumbai yesterday indian express reported that the deceased have been identified as krishan kumar mcpo1 surinder kumar mcpo2 and ak singh mcpo2 the navy yesterday claimed that no major material damage has been reported and a board of investigation has been constituted into the occurrence ins ranveer is a soviet era destroyer that was commissioned in april 1986 making it one of the navy's oldest warships while the ship was docked the explosion occurred between 4:30 and 5 pm the navy said ins ranveer was on cross coast operational deployment from the eastern naval command since november 2021 and was due to return to base port shortly according to authorities the explosion had nothing to do with ammunition or weapons This is the first big incident since a worker died in a fire on board the under construction Visakhapatnam destroyer at Mazagon dockyard in June of this year. India announced today that Prime Minister Narendra Modi will convene the inaugural India Central Asia Summit in a virtual format on 27th of January as part of the country's expanded neighborhood engagement. This comes after the administration decided to hold Republic Day celebrations on 26th of January. without a foreign leader as the principal guest due to an increase in covid-19 infections although no formal announcement was made by any of the countries the indian side had previously asked the leaders of kazakhstan kyrgyzstan tajikistan turkmenistan and uzbekistan to be primary guests the external affairs ministry said that the presidents of the countries will participate in the virtual summit The summit is described as the first engagement of its kind between India and the Central Asian countries at the level of leaders. According to Hindustan Times, the ministry informed that the leaders are likely to discuss how to push India-Central Asia relations to new heights as well as exchange views on regional and international concerns including especially the evolving regional security situation. In 2015, PM Modi visited all of the Central Asian states and there were high-level exchanges at bilateral and multilateral conferences. The third round of the India-Central Asia dialogue at the level of foreign ministers held in New Delhi in December has boosted relations between the two countries. 
Unclaimed luggage was discovered beside a metro pillar in East Delhi's Trilokpuri today, five days after an improvised explosive device was discovered near a flower market in the city. The Delhi police blocked off the area. According to police sources familiar with the situation, passerby observed the black bags near Block 15 in Trilokpuri. The bags have been reported to the National Security Guards, which has a team dedicated to dealing with such instances. There were also top Delhi police officers and members of their anti-terror special unit on the scene. Since last Friday, when an IED was discovered in Ghazipur, only days before the Republic Day celebrations on 26th of January, the Delhi police have been on high alert. Meanwhile, in other news, a fire broke out in a four-story residential building in Hari Nagar, West Delhi this morning. The Delhi Fire Services rescued more than 22 individuals who were caught in the fire. according to officials there have been no recorded casualties the incident occurred about 3 am according to the dfs an electric board in the basement caused the fire despite the fact that the fire was tiny the smoke quickly spread throughout the structure leaving inhabitants trapped dfs chief atul garg told the indian express that two fire tenders were sent to the spot the team found it was a 7 meter electric board that caught fire and the fire was doused in time Six Indonesian women were killed off the coast of Malaysia when their boat sank while attempting to enter the nation illegally. Their bodies were discovered Tuesday afternoon after a boat carrying 13 undocumented Indonesians from the archipelago's Batam Island got into problems outside Malaysia's southern Johor state. Senior Coast Guard official Nurul Hizam Zakaria told NDTV that fishermen reported the event after locating six survivors not far from the coast after finding another survivor and the six drowned women authorities and fishermen called off the search at about 4 pm according to hisam two boat handlers who were among those aboard the vessel were handed up to the authorities on suspicion of people smuggling the event occurred a month after 21 indonesian migrants drowned when their boat overturned off the coast of johor Indonesians seeking labor attempt to illegally enter Malaysia via dangerous sea crossings. However, accidents do occur periodically due to inclement weather. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a great day or a good night depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the news laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs, and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and subscribe to our YouTube channel.